Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lost in Translation This time we'll be covering Digimon Ghost Game Episode 17, Icy Hell. I'm May, and this time, because I had a last minute Schnauzer Club event that kind of just we found out about it very last minute, we kind of had to record this a little bit differently. And we've done this a little bit similar to this in the past, where Quinn and Chloe have actually recorded on their own, and they've sent through my, their audio, and I'm going to edit it in to this episode. So we're recording separately, but together we are together in spirit and in soul and in podcasting, editing, goodness. So that'll be a thing. So hopefully this episode is still a fun to listen to podcast, because we do have Quinn and Chloe who are recording at the same time, and just me on my lonesome. So before we get into the discussion, we'll just go over the synopsis for this episode. So Kirishiro takes the group to look at a facility in a snowfield. However, a Digimon called Frozomon, which is another newish Digimon to debut, sees this unnatural warmth as a threat and attacks. Rui is outside the building, building this snowman, and is able to get to safety when she re-enters the building following directions from Kiyoshiro. Everyone in the group except for Tesla Jellymon succumbs to the cold and Kiyoshiro tells her to save Ruri. Ruri feels hopeless and Tesla Jellymon slaps some sense into her literally and they're able to bond enough for Ruri to call out the attacks for her in those flashes of inspiration. Frozemon has some friends come up to protect him and they explain that they were unable to pass through with this heat source going. Kyoshiro feels bad and mentions how he'll shut it down long enough to allow them to pass. And now we'll go on to Chloe and Quinn's thoughts. So what highlights do you have, Quinn? Uh, so I did, um, on a, on a higher level than the, the episode itself, enjoy, or I think the idea of, like, the attacks from non-partners is cool. That's, um, since you haven't seen all that much Digimon, not a thing that's ever been before, which is yeah. neat. They've done some episodes where, you know, characters kind of got mixed up with partners and stuff, but usually just went with, okay, cool, now we're powerless. Mm. Um, okay. So, okay. you know, this is different and could lead some interesting directions, especially if we got, like, alternate evolutions out of different um, tamers I'm going to go with for the Ooh. moment. Like, yeah, you know, or, there's... you know, buddies or whatever. But yeah, that... Yeah. There, there were implications, and I think that's cool. Yeah, definitely. I, I also like the implications of that. Um... And I liked how uh, I felt like they did a good job of conveying the like you know desperation that uh, Tessa Jellymon and Ruri must have been you know feeling during yeah. that fight. It was it was nice. But yeah, the, the implication of being able to you know beam uh, moves to someone that's not your partner, for lack of a better term, is certainly certainly something. Um, mm. I saw someone on the Discord was talking about how uh, that could be kind of scary if Gulu Scamamon shows up again. Mm -hmm. So be interesting to see uh, what happens with that. Yeah. Um, I had something a moment ago. Mm, see, this is why I, I wrote down my notes. Mm. I'll just go real quick then while you're yeah, thinking. Yeah, by all means. Um, they surprised me by actually kind of having stakes this episode, or like as close as we can get. They did. Like. Uh, they did kind of I have didn't expect. Stakes. What's that? Uh, they did. I mean, it was very abstract. They didn't. I don't know. I at least had no point really felt like they were in danger, but that could also be because I, you know, called the plot of the episode from four seconds in i mean it wasn't hard to figure out but i mean you know i i guess i just i didn't expect them to actually have uh you know the um the the weak voiced uh you know oh i'm i'm, I'm done for save the others stuff and you know actually having them like pass out from hypothermia 
Um, I expected that there would have, you know, someone or something to save the day well before we got to that point. Mm, um, so I feel like this is about as close to, you know, high stakes as we were likely to get. And I, I was I was surprised by how high the stakes were. I, I thought that it was going to be much less close, I guess. That's fair. I, I see where you're coming from. It does make a difference that I had already seen the episode of Code Lyoko that this was based on in advance. Mm, that's fair. I watched it while you were watching this, and it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. Much yeah. like a lot of this episode. Yeah. The the only other highlight that I have that you haven't already mentioned was just kind of getting some more information on how the uh, mechanics of the pocket dimension stuff works. Because, mm. uh, you know, it was interesting to note that turning the place into desert didn't necessarily make it get warmer, you know, for probably a variety of reasons. First of all, just because, you know, a desert just means that it is low uh, moisture, not that it's necessarily hot. But I'll also... definitely give you that one. Yeah. But also the fact that, you know, uh, that also, I, I actually went back and checked uh, because I was curious. And in episode 15, when they went to the snow dimension, uh, they weren't like, you know, making clouds of uh, vapor with their with their breath. So it might just actually be consistent that changing the, the going to the pocket dimension doesn't actually change the climate that they're in. It just is a visual effect, maybe. Yeah, I feel, I feel like at least to the degree to which they were interacting with the snow makes me feel like uh i'll be curious to see if this is ends up being inconsistent later because it being digimon yeah. i expect it to be inconsistent later yep and that about covers it for my highlights <laughs> yeah um tesla jellymon was was you know kind of adorable at first i'll give them that um mm -hmm. first couple of minutes you know uh were, were interesting the the cold open was at least uh, an attempt at something yeah i i put that down in my miscellaneous uh, thoughts because uh, i don't uh, think it quite open. qualified as a highlight for me ha 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 cold open are Let's we ready see. to move on to our low lights then yeah low lights sounds good to okay me. do you want to just trade off low lights sounds good go back and forth okay i'll start uh that's not how snowblowers nor thermodynamics work <laughs> Yeah, snowblowers do not work that way, or... Yeah, I'll, I was willing to let some of the thermodynamics slide, you know, because I'm willing to let the Matrix do that, but it just got so much worse as the show went on. Yeah, yep. Um, your turn, I suppose. Uh, they had a bunch of uh, negative Celsius temperatures, and at no point did they have it get down to minus 40 so that someone could acknowledge that at that temperature it's the same as Fahrenheit. Ah, I know, right? I was really hoping they would. <laughs> I'm glad that that made it onto your lowlights. <laughs> it was honestly the first thing I started hoping for. Yeah, same, but I actually didn't think to include it on my lowlights, actually. Well, good then. I'm... Yeah. Uh, okay, my turn. Um... So this is a two-parter. Uh, Rui just kind of got back inside the complex at some point with like no explanation or even transition as to when that happened. Yeah. Um, and then also, why didn't Angoramon just phase through the walls and shit to look for her when he was so panicked about like, I don't know where Rui, uh, Rui is, you know? We, we had a lot of solutions to problems that we, we, just didn't, we do. didn't really use. Yeah. Um, I, I will give them a little bit of praise for acknowledging that, you know, yes, we can change to another terrain, but I wish we got more than zero about why that didn't help. If Was the snow cold the other week? I assume that it was. Granted, you could say the ambient temperature and such, but okay, does that mean if it was a 90 degree day, you'd make it snow field and it's just the perfect weather for a snowball fight? How does this yeah. work? What Great does question. this mean? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, they they could have done with a little more uh, explanation there, I think. They could have cut some of the, you know, dramatic, uh, oh, I'm so weak, to include a little bit more. Exactly. We did, we did a lot Consistency of stuff. Yeah. Um, it also kind of rubbed me a weird way that uh, Angoramon didn't have any way to communicate with Kiyoshiro to say, hey, stop telling Frozamon to stop, but he was able to listen in to the phone conversations. Yeah, like, y- y'all still got text messages, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, your turn, I suppose, if you've got another one ready. Uh, let's see here. Um, I've got a list of, like, seven more bullet points to go through. Yeah, okay, so, so my next big one is, what is Kiyoshiro... What is his major? What exactly would you say it is he does? Because he's... Big brain. He's in grad school and designed a power plant, but goes... Is he in grad school? I thought he just had a PhD. Is that what it is? Okay, maybe I... He I went got... to the US to get a PhD or something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, or maybe so just you're a, a 12 year old with remember. a PhD who for some reason just gets to hang out in a dorm, but also but you also designed, designed a power, a power plant. plant. <laughs> yeah. And also, again... What are you a PhD in? In being smart. Look, Quinn, you're clearly just too small-brained to understand. <laughs> and, and who... Who is... Who let you build this? Who... Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. do you work for that you have not reported the existence of Digimon to? Yeah, straight up. Uh, I'll take the next one, I guess. Uh, this This whole episode just kind of seemed like the week of the plot hole. You know, yeah. like it, I'm still super unclear as to Frozumon's whole motivation here. Like it, it seemed like his whole problem was that this place was too hot. So then he cooled it down to negative 20 and beyond. And at that point, I'm fairly certain the rest of the place would look hot by comparison. And that's even Rui made abundantly even clear when Ruli goes outside and says outside. it's warmer outside than it is inside. Ah. Yeah, exactly. So like, was it really just like an ego thing that he wanted to stick it to the nosy human who shouted stop over the intercom? Or like, what is his deal? Yeah. He keeps on talking about how, you know, you can't get in the way of my mission, but what is your mission to make oh, the hot thing cold because you've already long since yeah the hot thing that needed to be cold so that we could move past it because because going around isn't a thing yeah that's the other thing too to skip ahead a little bit on my list here we've fucking established that frozomon can turn why couldn't they just go around the power plant <sighs> <sighs> And, and, yeah, Frozomon just being unwilling to say any words. Yeah, well, just... and same for Kiyoshiro and yeah. them, too. The the entire thing being just a very minor miscommunication, even more than any other week. Yeah, like, why not, instead of just saying, stop it, stop it, stop it, say, please stop, there's people in here who will die if you keep going. <laughs> yeah, do you not know how temperatures work, B? For real. Well, clearly not, because apparently they don't know how seasons work. Or or literally how temperatures, or snow, or... Ruri made an igloo to... to you... <laughs> she made an igloo, mm-hmm. but she the big thing covered in snow apparently gets it to minus 25 Celsius. Yep. And also, we have a heat sword. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, sort of on that note, why would the blast doors even slow Frozamon down? We've established that they can just phase through whatever the hell they want. And I think the answer is just because we conveniently forgot that they can do that this episode, because otherwise, why wouldn't Angoramon have just 
phased through the walls to look for Rude, yeah, you know? Yeah, this is, I mean, it, it, there are so many just stupid plot holes that you have to ignore the series' own established rules because, you know... That the they even made a point of telling us. didn't allow that. Yeah. Uh, to add one last a brief highlight, I've been kind of scrubbing through, and Rui's shoes are a good highlight. Mm, that's fair, that's fair. I posted a picture. To... Oh, please, yes, I need to, I need to see... Ooh, you know you're right. Those are those are some good shoes. Mm -hmm. Fair. Um, let's see what else here. Oh, um, the heat source becoming more active when the plant was shut down. I am not a geothermal engineer, but I don't think that's how it works. It's not a nuclear power plant. It's not going into meltdown. You know? Yeah, like like if there's a geothermal engineer out there who can tell me way, why I'm wrong, like, then please do. There, there but, would be like, some degree of you know we are siphoning off the heat, so maybe like potentially I buy a little bit of that. But also mm. we did that, and then like we turned off the power plant to make it warmer, but then later we turned off the power plant to make it cooler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, um what the shit they just turn off the power plant for a little bit and the digimon charge off in a direction that's not the same direction as the power plant because the power plant is not on screen as they you know charge off through the valley into the sunset why did we have to turn off the power plant why does temperature affect ghosts <laughs> and i mean you know i get the stuff about all these like clearly ice type digimon being concerned about things warming up but like it's not like they even put a, like a global warming spin on it. Yeah, it was I was literally just, just we that. couldn't pass through because it was too warm. Uh, and then they just leave in a different direction. Also, I like how this power plant that I remind you, Kiyoshiro designed and had built by someone, uh, just has a thing to allow you to track where anyone is on a very 90s UI. Yeah, yeah. And like, why, why destroy the power plant if they were just passing through anyways? Yeah. I'm I'm here to Why not just go a little out of your while way? And just chasing Rui down for no reason. Yeah, it like is it just ego? Cuz like that was the other thing is um Angoramon at one point says, "No, Kiyoshiro, don't rile him up." But we'd never established why. <laughs> so we're just kind of forced to assume that, you know, Rosamon's just, just a big absurd. old dick. Yeah. Also Jellymon can keep herself warm, but can't, you know, hug someone else. And I'm willing to go, okay, so she, you know, would only, would be electrocuting, maybe. But I at least would have liked us to think of it, instead of just being like, uh, my B, we're gonna watch it freeze <laughs> this to death. my electricity, not yours. Also, what was, what was with Angoramon's bullshit at the end about, like, the, the silent ideal worker or whatever? Like, I have no idea. Literally any amount of communication more than we had could have prevented this entire conflict this episode. Yeah, like, I'm... And then he's going on talking about, like, you know, sure, silence might be, uh, or how does he even phrase it? I need to find it here. Uh, yeah, I... I didn't follow the Japanese on that one, so I'm not going to critique the translation here, but I sure don't know what they were trying to say that doesn't just sound like servants should yeah. be seen and not heard. Yeah, so the subs that I've got here say, silence can sometimes be troublesome, but could be a model example of a workman. And I'm like, how are you saying that the, that the lack of communication here was a good thing? I think we're just how? saying that servants should be seen and not heard. Ugh. <sighs> 
as yeah, a, a good know, a good worker a asks no questions and just acts. Uh huh. Ideally, you're just a cog in the capitalism machine, exactly uh, like and interchangeable with all the others. I guess. Anyway, I think that more or less covers. Oh. Uh, yeah, I talked about why would the blast doors even slow Frozamon down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, okay, well, I think I've covered all my lowlights least... then. Um, yeah, if you if you hadn't mentioned that, it's uh, it's certainly a valid. But I'm gonna go with brief at at the point this point we've kind of belabored it. Yeah. Anyway, who is your favorite character? Rui's shoes. Okay. Um, damn it! I meant to. I meant to. Uh, parse this out before we started recording. Uh, my favorite character is uh, Skimanyidomrehit, which is thermodynamics backwards because that's the <laughs> only thing that was happening while, like, while the laws of thermodynamics were on vacation. The thing I just said instead was here taking place, and that is my favorite character. Okay. Also, uh, do me a favor and uh, and just take any of the times we've said thermodynamics and please just flip it backward and insert it a few times here. Ah, oh, please. Thank you. you Thank know, you, like, like we're in uh, a new Tata song before the Squillets. <laughs> there we go. Um. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I got. This mm-hmm. episode was what? kind of hilarious. I'll give it that. What would you rate this episode, then? I'll be generous and say a two, because I, I was entertained mm-hmm. to a to a That's degree fair. yeah i i had to deliberate on it for a while and i wrote out this whole thing about it because uh, like there were some cool moments like when there were actually some stakes sort of and when rui and jellymon thought that everyone else was dead and they went into that kind of panicked frenzy where uh Ruri had the flashes of inspiration for tesla jellymon that was cool oh um, but i just i just can't ignore how contrived and stupid the rest of the plot was <laughs> like La- last low light too yeah cold to say attack names <laughs> you're not wrong oh yeah why didn't we just have uh battle gammon make a fire <laughs> yeah yeah guy yeah. that thing is that fi- <sighs> yeah we're already maybe it was just too cold for fire. fire guy fire guy can't stay warm but electricity girl she got this yeah Ohm's um, baby. Yeah. So basically, what I what I did was I went through and gave half a point for each thing that I liked about the episode, which was namely that the animation was fairly good throughout it. Um, it answered and raised some interesting mechanics questions, such as how the desert biome didn't change the temperature and how Ruri was able to uh, interface, for lack of a better term, with Jellymon when they were fighting. Um, and that there were some actual, like, stakes, or, like, as close as we could get to them. I still feel like there should have been more consequences, like, someone should have had some frostbite, probably, but it's a kid's show and everyone has to be fine at the end of the day, but yeah. those those were, like, the three things that I liked about this episode, so I'm, I'm giving it a 1.5. Yeah, yeah, there was, you know, roughly one minute of content that I was pretty into, around, like, 21 minutes that... That could have just been an email. Yeah. Um, got any miscellaneous thoughts about the episode? I've got a few. Um, yeah, yeah. Fi- fire guy. I don't know. I'm, I'm still just mad about about that. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, for, I guess for my miscellaneous thoughts, I, I also kind of noticed that we hadn't really had the, um, I bet you're wondering how we ended up in this wacky situation sort of intro before, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, 
And it was kind of neat if a bit of an extreme eye roll to see Kyushio bragging about the power plant that mm. he like more or less designed. That was kind of fun. It was also great to see uh, Ruri and basically everyone except for Hiro and Gammon just not give a single shit and just want to see the Onsen. And I'm kind of sad that they never got to in the end. You know, that's fair. Um, yeah. That's it. I am sort of okay with everyone else just, yeah, giving no... Mm, just no room left to care about Kiyoshiro bragging all the time about everything. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I will um, say, I'm not, I was not kidding about this being an episode of Code Lyoko. I mean, specifically, episode 45, Cold War. Yep, I watched it. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's like the exact same premise, and like you said in the, in the chat, literally down even uh, to the girl getting separated from the rest of the group. Yep, this time it was girls getting separated, but like... Mm-hmm. That was it. Um, yep. Yeah, they they clearly had a plot that they were going to crib and, and just had to make it work for some mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. Um, it didn't make it to the point of highlight or lowlight or anything for me, but I did kind of like uh, just the little almost chibi-looking hero and Kiyoshiro being held by Angoramon when he was, like, stuffing them inside his fur. Mm. Uh, and also, on that note, I need to, I need to know more about... Angoramon's anatomy, but like not in an uwu way, right? Like, you know, what it, I need? like there were mm, the rail. <laughs> That's a Hades joke for y'all. <laughs> Let's be clear on that note. Um, no, what I what I need is a a plushie of Angoramon holding the two kids under his arms. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but at any rate, I I need to know more about what's going on underneath all that fur because there were there was at least one point where it very definitely looked like they were being held within his fur. But then I'm like like. Like little kangaroo babies, like little joeys. But then, does that mean that Angoramon is like slim, like his evolution underneath all that fur? Like, I need to know. I feel like there shouldn't have been enough room for both of them to actually be fully embedded up to their necks in <laughs> Angoramon's fur, unless he's real skinny underneath all that fur. Uh, it's Digimon physics. You'll see them do the, exactly the same thing with bushes from time to time. In fact, uh, I don't have it handy, but uh, I hope Air will show you just the most incredible uh, shot from Zero two of people's dorky looking faces popping out of a bush (laughs) it's just terribly terribly drawn and i love every moment of it that's fair well but i mean you know a bush i can understand because it's at least hypothetically uh you know semi sparse in between and you can kind of push stuff out of the way but if we're talking like a a solid being it's a bit of a bit of a different story you know you do have a point Mm mm-hmm um, another thing that didn't quite make it to highlight or low light was, uh, when Ruri was hovering her finger over the call button when they were waiting for Frozamon to kind of go through the blast door that had been busted up. They got me. I, I thought for sure she was going to hit the call button right as, uh, right as Frozamon passed through, but then she didn't. So good on you, Digimon. You got me. Um, and then the last miscellaneous thought I had from this episode was that, um, I was kind of hoping that when Gammon was, like, right on the brink of death that he would have had a, a Ghoulus Gammon evolution, and I think it's kind of a shame that that didn't come to be. At very least, I think it, it would have been... been nice to have somebody, like, worry about that happening. Yeah, right? Because, like, you know, it's, uh, it was Bokemon's death that caused it in the first place, so I feel like it's kind of unrealistic that Gammon facing his own death didn't, you know, have that same 
same yeah yeah panic or terror or whatever that triggered the at, at a minimum why didn't we have some like gammon no you cannot go to sleep yeah um but yeah i, I feel like if we'd gotten a gulus evolution it could have been a good opportunity for them to you know work together for a change and you know make start making steps towards having gulus gammon be just another evolution instead of the evil evolution but you know alas uh, yeah, I could see them going in that direction. That'd be interesting, at least. Yeah, give them a give them a shared goal of you know their own survival, so that uh, we can but, later you know, and then show as a, that, as a larger know, theme, you know, you have to actually face your inner demons, not just decide to repress them and or right exactly. talk about get a little, exactly one time tai chi. Get a little nurture as opposed to nature argument going here, and show that you know, oh hey, even something that seems at a glance like it's evil can also be a good guy if. Uh, in the right circumstances. For instance, if they're actually a good guy, but also just not really talkative and want to bulldoze down literally anything that's a mild inconvenience to them. Mm-hmm. Model workman. <laughs> Truly the platonic ideal for employees. How is this not okay. just, just, oh yeah. Uh, and it, see, Atmon would have made this an out of control AI trying to, you know, execute an optimization function of some kind, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which again would have been great if Digimon cared about that at all. Yeah. Well, if this was Atmon, we'd have a overarching villain who would have been behind it all, you know? Instead, it was just we were on our way to somewhere colder, and we saw this hot thing, and instead of going around, we decided to destroy it, it more because... or less, yeah. for reasons. Also, even had the power plant not been there, like, y'all know how onsen work, don't you? Like, Yeah, you, you right? Like, gonna... even if the power plant wasn't there, it would still be warmer than the surrounding area. <laughs> you were just gonna dump snow on the on the volcano to, to make it go away. Yep. I see. But you weren't. <laughs> That's what I want to do anytime I see a hot spring, is just dump so much snow on it that, you know, how how have they not thought of that for the Yellowstone supervolcano? Just let it be real cold. Problem solved. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love that we both can make an igloo uh, out, of, out of snow to keep us warm, but also being densely packed in snow causes it to, to get to negatives. But also, power plants can both make volcanoes hotter and colder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Kiyoshiro, you could have just flipped the temperature dial, apparently, at any time. Yep. Yeah, no, it's, um, there are certainly things I liked about this episode, but so much of it just hinges on the viewer having no frickin' idea how thermodynamics works or any physics I, works. I feel like that I just, we're gonna have uh, a bunch of air saying it's fine as long as you don't think about it, and... Yep, but I, that's the air, thing, I can't buddy, not think about it. Yeah, we, like, I'm willing to forgive a lot lot but but this, the episode isn't even internally consistent to itself yep and they caught exactly one potential plot hole by going hey what if we did desert for a second yep because that was the important one mm-hmm. anyway uh what, what are your thoughts on the season so far quinn <sighs> it's better than colon yeah. so far it's about what mine boils down to as well like i don't know when ghost game is good it's great but like there are definitely still episodes like this one that just fall flat for me yeah but, you know even then after giving this episode a 1.5 i still feel like i liked this better than most of the adventure colon episodes i watched yeah and i'm sure it's got to get old listening to us just pile on adventure colon but like hey it is what it is the only other frame of reference that i really have is atmon and like very few things are going to compare favorably to oh atmon, buddy so <laughs> you're no atmon Exactly. That bond was my friend. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I, I think I'm good. Uh, later, everybody. Well, hold on. The last thing we were asked to cover was predictions for next episode. Oh, right. Uh, let me... I glanced briefly at the next time on earlier, but I was so mad about everything else that uh, I didn't pay <laughs> a lot of attention at the time. I definitely get that. It seems like we're doing a Digimon horror-ish retelling of Peter Pan. Okay. Which, I mean, Peter Pan should should be at least largely a horror, um, looks like. Yeah, Peter Pan should be considered a horror story instead of just like a, you know, a fun fairy tale, if I'm, if I'm being honest here. I, I don't know the name of, but I'm super into this, uh, extraordinary non, extraordinarily non-binary looking pirate Digimon. Yeah, yeah, super here. Super here for it. Um. Um, the, the subtitles, at least on mine, were a little confusing, though, because... They said, like, you know, kids don't want to grow up, but then went on to talk about how grown-ups don't have to do homework and can play games all night. And I'm like, okay, so what's... Mixed messages here, because yeah. the writers just didn't know how to be internally consistent, even for a second. That's fair. Um, and then they also talk about the, the cost of being, like, you know, are you ready to pay the cost of, you know, Im the implication being the cost of being a child forever? And I guess the implication from that uh seeing you know uh gammon all huddled up alone and uh is that you go to a our non-binary peter pan stabbing a, a soccer ball is that you don't get to enjoy any of it i guess and or you lose your connection with your digimon partner or whatever so yeah um i don't think they're gonna threaten the connection with anyone's digimon partner i think we're gonna get some abducted children uh at least and, and then something bad happens like putting too much air in a balloon um <laughs> Solid reference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's, that's most of I've what got. I've got. I don't, I don't yeah. think we're really going to get any more plot stuff, but we will have characters mention that the thing that happened this week happened last week. You think so? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, we don't we don't have a, a boat... Uh, we, we don't have Sensei to, to ask anymore. I can't remember. Pokemon? Pokemon. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was Pokemon or Namon for a moment, because I got... It was Pokemon. Because cool. I don't know who that other one is. Uh, that... Pokemon's definitely not homosexual life partner. <gasps> gotcha. That they literally have a, an adopted child with. Um, Aww. It, it's very adorable and the best thing that happens in Frontier. Uh, yeah, it's cute as hell. What was I even talking about anymore? Um, that next week they're going to reference the events of this week, I guess. Oh, right, no, because he's dead. We we need to someone else to talk to about this. Um but we'll we'll still have to acknowledge that this series isn't completely episodic next week by making a very small one-line reference to this thing happened and Hero is aware of it and thinking about it because that's uh, pretty much what we've done. The this thing being oh, the fact sorry. that the so like, long shift time, didn't. Longtime Digimon uh, fans are going to be going absolutely nuts at the the shared partners aspect of things. Ah, uh, just because yeah, that is super unprecedented. And I do think that's neat. I just think i'm gonna be less ebullient about it than other uh, fans at this point that's fair yeah i mean it was neat I, I i liked it yeah it was it was a cool idea it was yeah it was the original idea in this episode mm -hmm. yeah um crap we forgot to well i guess a 1.5 is my lowest ranking so it's going to be at the bottom of my list there i i am also going to go ahead and put it at the bottom of mine i don't remember if that's my lowest ranking but quality wise i think this was uh Oof. Let me give a quick look over here. You gave this a two? I think so. You gave a couple other episodes a two. You gave episode six a two, and you gave episode ten a two. Yeah, yeah. I'll put this at the bottom of the two. It was a soft two. It was generous. Okay. So, still the worst. Cool. Fair enough. But still better than most of colon. True. Okay. 
I think we've covered everything that we needed to. Alrighty. All right. Later, folks. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. And now that we're done hearing from Chloe and Quinn, I'll go over my own discussion points for this episode. I'll kind of be combining the discussion portion with the usual, like, pondering and predictions and Postmon Pat segment as well. So this is just overall mainus, I guess you could say. It's it's just mainus, complete mainus, and also Sparta. Anyway, old memes from very long ago. I really hope that people are old enough to remember those memes. I feel like they were just yesterday, but now when I'm thinking about it, oh no, those were like, those that was well over a decade ago. But anyway, so highlights for this episode. I appreciated how we have a Digimon Mon of the Week who isn't bad, isn't misunderstood, actually had a pretty good reason for attacking the people because he was doing it for his own well-being and the well-being of his team didn't necessarily mean to almost cause the death of the main character. So I, I like that. It wasn't just, oh, it's the Mon of the Week. Oh, I'm, I was misunderstood. I thought that humans like to be frozen to death. Whoops, my bad. And it wasn't just, ha, I'm evil. I freeze all the humans to death for fun. It was actually a pretty reasonable... I We just wanted to get past, and I wanted to make sure my group was safe because they're made out of ice, and I didn't want them to die. And at the end of the day, it's almost like Kyoshiro and his group are the, the baddies, almost. So it's an interesting perspective of the Mon of the Week. And so I appreciate that. That was that was cool. I also liked how we got to see that the Dims have their functionality to change the sort of area, that sort of phase shift thing, but it doesn't actually impact the temperature. Another thing I liked is the fact that we actually have a partner Digimon bonding with a human Digimon who's not their partner and able to do things that usually you'd expect from partner Digimon. It's more like this show instead of other seasons where you're destined to be with this one Digimon and only you can be the evolution battery. This season's more showing that it's just the bond. Like in the case of Kyoshiro and Ruri, their Digimon kind of just stalked them a little bit and formed a bond with them and an attraction to them or an adoration to them on their own, and that's why they can sort of do the Digimon partner thing. And in this episode, it showed that you may not need to be, like, destined by fate like in any other seasons. You can just have that level of adoration, I guess. And I appreciate that. This episode really introduces some concepts and does a little bit of world building. The dim cards not actually impacting the temperature, but making things sandy, and, of course, the fact that you're not really destined to be partnered with this one person. And, of course, the Mon of the Week just kind of being a Digimon that just exists in the world. And I, I like that. However, in terms of my lowlights, while the show... And I guess another highlight, before I get to lowlights, is the fact that we actually had stakes. A big fan of that. Big fan of the actual threat. And we've had that the last few weeks. It's it's nice that Ghost Game hasn't been scared to almost killed the cast. So yeah, fan of that. That that makes it feel like it means a lot more. In previous seasons of Digimon, the human partner would just stand like, I don't know, 10 metres away and yell and not and barely ever get attacked by the big bad or the Mon of the Week. This season kind of has them in constant danger, and I appreciate that. But yeah, onto lowlights. Besides the fact that we learn a bit and we do some world building in this episode, there's not really much that actually happens in the episode itself. It feels a little bit basic, which I guess they spent so much time introducing concepts like the dim cards not changing the temperature and how Digimon just exists in the world and how we have the partner Digimon not necessarily 
being just controlled by their human partner can be controlled by another human if they have enough bond or if the stakes are high enough. It just sort of, it, it had, the episode didn't really have much, but I, I do appreciate the world building, and I feel like I wouldn't really be a big fan of this episode had we not had that fairly cool fight with Ruri and Tesla Jellymon, with Ruri just calling out all her attacks, that those last few minutes actually saved the entire episode for me. However, it's kind of almost like a reverse Ghost Game episode. While a lot of Ghost Game episodes have very weak finishes but strong starts and strong-ish middles, this episode was the complete reverse. It was fairly bland and mediocre until the last few minutes, which really made it. So it's still a fine episode, but probably not as good as the others, and that's, I guess that's sort of my lowlights. It just sort of, it still fell flat, but again, and I say this every week, a lot of the show really feels like it suffers from being 20 minutes in length. I feel like if it was a little bit longer, they might have been able to add a little bit more to the episode that would have made it feel less dull. But at least the stakes were high. I, I did appreciate that. In terms of my favourite character, it was almost Angoramon for trying to keep Kyoshiro and Hiro warm, but Jellymon definitely takes the prize this week for me. Big fan of Jellymon. She's probably becoming one of my favourite Digimon of all time at this rate. I just... I, I When I first saw her design, I was like, oh, okay, I'm kind of like... I kind of don't care about her design, but now I just, I, I love her so much. She's got so much personality and I'm I'm just a huge fan of that. In terms of my rating out of five, I gave it a little bit higher than Chloe and Quinn gave it. I originally gave it a four, but after listening to their points, I found that their points were fairly valid. So I lowered it to like a 3.5 on the basis that I did like this episode more than episode 15, which I also gave a 3.5 to, but I don't want to give it a four after... Yeah, I, f- I feel like it was a kind of bland episode, and I, the only reason I thought it was a four was because of the last few minutes, because I liked those few last few minutes so well. Like though that I almost gave it a five just for those last few minutes, because on their own, those the last chunk, it's perfect. It just, it just, it's fu- it was great to watch, and I really appreciated it. In terms of my ranking, while Chloe and Quinn put this in last place, I've put it in thirteenth place. It was originally a little higher in, like, ninth place, I think it was, when it was a four. But again, after rethinking about this episode, and especially after listening to Chloe and Quinn's thoughts, I thought, yeah, it was kind of empty, and I think I was just riding the high that the end part of the episode gave me. So, yeah, it it, it sits in, like, 14th place. Oh, no, apparently I put it... Wait, where have I put it? Now I'm lost. No, 12th place, my apologies. So, above episode 15 and above episode 16 for me. However, in our overall ranking, because both Chloe and Quinn put in last place, I've put I've put in last place for our overall. In our episode ranking, it got a score of 7, which means that it was tied for last place with episode 6. But because both Chloe and Quinn put episode 17 in last place, which is both is both under episode 6, I'm just putting it in last place in our overall ranking, which is a shame because I did like this episode, but yeah, it was only really like a few minutes that I liked and judging by what Chloe and Quinn said, it sounded like they only really liked a few minutes of the episode too, which is not enough to make it a a good episode. But in any case, it's still better than a lot of Adventure Colon. I'm still enjoying it. But I guess in comparison with the rest of the show, it's just a little bit lacking, but I'm still I'm still a fan of it. I'm still enjoying it. 
And as I mentioned, I'm sort of limiting the segments because it's just me talking. So let's quickly go over Postmon Pat, which is our video comments on YouTube. So first up, we have Mystic Digital, who says overall they enjoyed the episode, and they're happy that they're hearing more of First Rise in the show because they're in love with this song. They didn't mind the fight ending because it dealt a legitimate blow to the enemy this time, though they're not one of the people clamping for the kids' spill blood in the first place. And yeah, I, I get that. I love the music too. And oh, another thing about this episode is that the voice acting was really good. When Gammon evolved to battle Gammon, he sounded like he was in pain. And the background music didn't have first riders playing. There's just the sound in this. While I'm not like an expert in like sound theory or anything, it sounded great. So to continue on with the comments from episode 16, Danny gave it four out of five. They like seeing Gammon and Hero camping together. Gammon looks so adorable when he was fishing. Next, we have Twilord, who says, In light of Maurice Shelmon, they feel like the reference book adding random old Digimon probably means they're going to get a ghost game, console game, or VB appearance. They both they use both Digimon to have such a fun scenario, and they also felt like Jellymon and Rui disrespecting Hero's right to privacy was sadly, and for the rest of the cast, they enjoy them, in character for those two. And yeah, yeah, I, 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 I could see that. And they also have a prediction that Kyoshi will die, turn into a Digi-Egg, and raising all the questions. Yeah, that could that could be fun. And in terms of the reference book being added, I I mentioned I'm I'm not sure if many people are watching my like quick snippet review videos that I released bef- like a day before the podcast. But yeah, I I basically came to the conclusion that a lot of Digimon that are, have just only recently been added to that reference book are going to be debuting in the show or showing up in Ghost Game in some shape or form. But again, they've also been in the card game around that time too. So it's kind of hard to say. I'm really still hoping for Madoki Betamon being in this. Next, we have TGS who says they gave episode 16 a 3 out of 5. They feel like it was just a solid episode. Not bad, but nothing hugely standing out. They do like Mori Shelmon not really being good, just helping humans to keep Jerrymon from getting more powerful, and fun to see the three main Mon fighting together as champions again. And yeah, I agree. And then we have the Digimon Professor saying the true horror is having your unencrypted data internet search history looked into by Digimon. And yeah, like, I don't know, I I feel like that was pretty, like, I don't know, I'm still kind of annoyed that the characters were, like, just disrespecting his privacy like that, but yeah. I, Jellymon is, like, not the Digimon I want looking through my search history by any means. Next up, we have Spore Halo, who says last week was definitely a 2 out of 5. They feel like the kids should have taken a loss with people getting unfrozen as a consolation prize. This week, was, as in episode 16, was a good 3 out of 5, with, with Gullis being brought up again. Really makes them think that he will be the key to whatever the plot the series is going for. Gullis being able to break the VB pocket dimension might be able to be how they get to the digital world. As fun as these episodes are, they really need to have an actual plot start sometime soon. And yeah, totally agree. With episode 17 still like not really having much with plot, it did introduce concepts, which are almost plot, and I would count it as not a filler episode because it introduced something that was new and hopefully is going to be used again. It's not going to be just left in this episode and if it is just left in this episode that will uh, definitely bring this episode down in my rankings I think but uh, yeah hopefully we get some plot starting soon though uh, looking at the prediction for next week I'm I'm pretty pessimistic next we have Narumi who says it's a 3.5 out of 5 for them strange that the adults don't care about the missing people and some of them actually died in the episode they don't remember if there was a human victim death in the previous seasons and uh, I, I 
we have Oikawa in Zero Two who died, and we have Sam, who is Ken's brother in Zero Two, who died. But Oikawa was kind of like the baddie, and Sam was kind of like before the season started. I think Jury's mum also died, but that was also before the series. So yeah, I don't think we've had like human victim death like happen in real time. Who's not like a bad guy? Oh, we also had a. Uh, Kurata in season five, who was just kind of blew, blowing himself up, but also was a bad guy. Uh, then they say that their main low lie of the season is that Battle Gammon is overused. They miss the others, and yeah, I totally agree. Uh, while in episode 17 it made sense that we had Battle Gammon because he's the fire one, I really hope we get to see the other one show up soon. Like, I'm completely in agreement there. Next we have Andrew, and lastly, we also have Andrew. Who says that same old fresh air, Digimon comes in, is scary, and just leaves. This is getting old now. At least they say that the Gatamon can just teleport them back to the digital world or something because they got weak. The episode was good, but how much we just got small me- mentions of Gullus Gatamon and they don't really do anything with it. And yeah, I kind of wish they did more, but I'm happy that they at least addressed it at all. Like, I was honestly kind of worried that they wouldn't address it or, like, would only address it next time it was relevant. I'm glad that they did end up addressing it. And, uh, yeah, so that's it for our Postmon Pat segment. Of course, if you want to have your comment read out, just leave a comment on this episode on YouTube. And if you don't follow our YouTube or subscribe to our YouTube, rather, please do so because I, I release a lot of videos and it's not always just Digimon. It's... It's sometimes virtual pets, sometimes Tamagotchi and Digivices and lots of other things. It's not just the anime. So yeah, that's my little spruiking of the episode. So for thoughts of the series so far, I guess I'm glad that we got more mechanics. And as I mentioned, I'm worried that we won't go into these mechanics that we just implemented ever again. I hope that we will, because why else show them? But I am forever the pessimist. And next week's episode is called The Land of Children. Looks like we're doing a bit of a Peter Pan thing. That's kind of cool. Looks like we get Petermon, another Digimon that's just been hanging out for decades, not really doing much. And now we get him, so that's kind of cool. I wonder we get Tinkermon as well. Looking forward to that. And I guess I really don't really have any many predictions for it. Looks, I'm. It doesn't look like a plot episode, so I'm kind of pessimistic. Um, but having said that, I'm not like pessimistic about the whole series. I'm still really enjoying Ghost Game, but I would really like more things to talk about soon, if that makes sense. I still, I'm still enjoying it though. So yeah, though that was uh, that was just me talking, and I guess we can move on to the outro. So thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll be all together in the next recording, which is for episode 18, The Land of Children. The link dump is linked in the description, and so is our Redbubble, as well as many ways you can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslation at gmail.com, or you can comment on this episode on our website, or on this episode on YouTube, as I mentioned before. You can follow us at Translation on Twitter, and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm at Digimon underscore Hero on TikTok, and that's Hero spelled H-I-R-O. I'm going to try to do more like tickle tackles, I think they're called. What is one singular TikTok video? Is it a tic-tac? I don't know. So yeah, I, I want to start doing things like that, so make sure you throw a follow there, and watch my weedy, weirdly cringy videos. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm still think I'm too old for TikTok, but anyway, for the tickle tackles. So you can also follow me on twitch.tv slash translationmon, which is always fun. I'm, I'm doing lots of uh, Arceus stuff. I'd like to stream more and I just got over 50 followers. So that's exciting. 
And of course, you can chat with us on the Lesson Translation One Discord server, and you can leave us a review on Podcast Catchers the Accept Reviews. I know Spotify just recently has opened up a review system, so go please do the thing. And if you leave a review and I don't see it, I won't be able to read it out. So if you do leave a review, send me a tweet or something telling me that you've given me a review and tell me where you've left it and I'll I'll go find it and then I can read it out in our Postmon Pat segment. And you can also, to help out the show, donate to our Patreon, which linked in the description from as little as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to the Patreon-only areas of our Discord server, but there are higher levels, more rewards, such as unedited and early episodes, and more. And of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Joe, Stephen Reeves, who is Wildman64 on Archive Own, Kadawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Carl, Lismet, who is a like one on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, and Emery from Gone Will Hunting, a hunter under rewatch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jason105, Patrick, Jason, Grey Tanuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at the Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Alemist, and Michael. And you can also, of course, make a one-off donation on PayPal, which we found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash edgemon. You can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash edra, and that is all that she wrote, y'all. So, of course, check out the YouTube. I do a lot of videos. Do the like, comment, and subscribe thing. And, of course, I'll see you on the next video. Bye! I don't know why I'm waving with my hands. I guess when I'm alone, I just think I'm doing a video and I wave. (laughs) Bye!